Good morning and welcome to the Talking Talent Podcast. With you from Regensburg, Germany, I'm David Hine. Thank you for finding us. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for your time. I say it every time. I mean it every time. You know, there's so many uh, different places that you can go and spend your time with podcasting. Podcasting is so fantastic. Uh, and you, cho- you choose to come here and uh, listen to uh, what we have to offer you. And it's uh, unbelievably appreciated. And uh, I, I tire not of saying that because uh, I mean it. Uh, thank you very much for coming uh, coming around. Uh, this week we have a preview and review. Uh, I guess maybe review and then preview. Um, we are reviewing a little bit of the Adidas Next Generation Tournament Patras. Uh, and, uh, and then uh, previewing the uh, Adidas Next Generation Tournament Vareze. Uh, with our fantasy draft, um, I, I I think the guys like it. I uh, hope they like it. I, you know, for me, I, I'm a fantasy sports guy, and so it's kind of mixing uh, <laughs> mixing uh, ANGT with with fantasy sports, which uh, I think is pretty cool. Um, and um, but it, it, for you guys, it's basically just a little chance of seeing what other what what guys are out there. Uh, maybe where um, you know the scouts here uh, kind of you know place them and and you know rank them unofficial ranking um you know and uh so hope you guys enjoy it um so we we're, we're down to three actually the guys are dropping like flies uh this time kane uh pernell was unable to make it so and ignacio uh ignacio and uh and lewis um uh, both also time-wise uh struggling with uh with the uh with the european uh trying to to set up times in, in europe that uh, fit for them as well over in, in south america um but um uh, but uh, we have so we have um, we have uh, Marco Turk, we have Ivan uh, uh, Mitrovic and Jason Filippi. Those guys, those are three guys uh, on the podcast this week, looking uh, both at uh, re- reviewing the Danish Next Generation uh, Next Generation Tournament Patras and re and uh, and uh, previewing. Uh, so uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, of course, this is part of the uh, to- uh, talking, uh, uh, taking the charge Substack. Uh, go to takingthecharge.substack.com. Uh, become a subscriber. Uh, if you become a paid subscriber, you uh, get access to the Taking the Charge, uh, Taking the Charge Prospects podcast, which uh, each week we look at, we have an in-depth interview with a young player um, around the world of basketball. And uh, also, you get the archives of this show. Uh, this show is for free for uh, basically the first two weeks, and then we put it behind the paywall of the paid subscription. Uh, I am going to be keeping up the previews and reviews of the Adidas Next Generation tournaments just because I think that those are big events, and I'd rather uh, have everybody have a chance to uh, check those out. Uh, so here is the uh, the the chat with with the guys. Hope you enjoy it, and we will talk to you next week. Back on the Talking Talent podcast, we're reviewing the we're reviewing the P- ANJT Patras, and we are uh, previewing uh, the ANJT Varese. Um, and uh, the guys are dropping like flies. We're down to three: uh, Marco Turk, uh, Jason uh, Filippi, and and Ivan Mitrovic. Uh, hello to all three of you guys. How are you all doing? Great, thanks. Even how was the tournament? You were there, the only one of us uh, who uh, was actually watching the games live. Uh, how, how was the tournament? Uh, the experience was pretty good. I mean, I'd, I've never been there, and I saw some guys that I haven't seen for a while, but there were a couple of 
very very solid prospects but i would say tournament level was overall not not great but overall it was all, it was all 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 more than solid for me what what you uh, what you think of that facility i've i'd been there before uh, i had written a piece on the bcl and and they actually they actually even showed me around uh the the basement and all this, the stuff that they have down there so i mean you guys probably did, you didn't have a chance to see that but but what do you think of that of that facility there oh the gym is great and they have this uh prometheus park uh, very close to it where mm-hmm. they yeah i think youth youth sections play and they have a, a restaurant and i mean it looks very nice yeah uh it's uh it's a pretty uh pretty nice setup there and you know three yeah. courts th- three courts there and uh yeah, and then a big arena, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm expecting, I expect Patras to host future FIBA events probably also, you know, under 16, under 18s. I would expect them to do that because of the facilities that they have. You know, they have the two gyms that are right next to each other. They also have the dorm, too. They have a dorm that uh, I, don't, I don't think they could probably – put everybody in there but they could host some some people there as well um i don't know i don't really know how much hotel stuff they have around there um i, I found a, a airbnb uh or did i know i just found some hotel actually you know i think about it um that was actually walking distance to to the gym um but uh yeah um mark what do you what do you think of the production this was the first time that the uh, that it was on uh, that they were doing it. They, they seem to be doing a pretty good job now. Yeah, I mean, and also the EuroLeague side, it was working. Everything, the stats were updated quickly. Mm-hmm. But the tournament level, I would agree with Ivan. I would say that the Bergen tournament was stronger. They were better teams also individually. There were some better prospects. But hope now that the Varese and Ljubljana will be again on a better level. Did you like having a chance to see Finland and, and, and Georgia and, and getting exposed to those guys? I mean, uh, and helping the, the game grow? Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of new prospects for me. I haven't seen those guys. Like some of them played for the national teams in the summer, but most of them were new to me. So I updated my notes and added some new guys. But as said, not really any top-level talent. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was probably... I imagine it's probably going to be the weakest. Vereza, I think, seems to me Vereza might be the second, uh, though it kind of depends on, on on some of the guys. We're, we're going to actually talk about that um, uh, as, as well. Just you know, maybe thoughts about the the action itself, um, not the level, but, you know, we saw we saw Stella Azura who, um, who, you know, we all said Stella Azura or, or Barcelona. You know, Barcelona kind of got um, – I don't know they got tripped up. They I don't think they expected the uh, the energy that Maccabi had. You know Maccabi doesn't have uh, loads of talent, but really they they have some they have some decent guys, but they didn't have like you know this you know dominant uh, talent at all. But they really played great as a team and and um, and uh, you know with a lot of passion and and and, and surprised Barcelona, uh, which it would have been it would have been interesting to see Barcelona Stella. Uh, in the in the yeah. in the final, but uh, you know it's uh, it. What do you think of the the action in general? I mean, obviously, you know the 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 next generation Patras team was, you know, pretty strong as well. Um, maybe maybe go alphabetical uh, starting. Uh, uh, 
let's see, starting with Ivan and then uh, go to Marco as far as, you know, the competition and uh, just the, 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 the tournament, not necessarily the, the level of talent, but the competition. Well, I think the, the best team won the tournament. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Like, as you said, Stella was for sure the, the best, the best 12 guys combined together. And they have a lot of experience as Vizintin is, was playing his fourth NGT. Uh, the Barcelona was a disappointment for me. I thought they would be better, even though Naji was not playing. But still, you're Barcelona and, and you should do better than this. And then Maccabi was also a good team. They play with an enormous energy and they have some some solid guards. Uh, a lot of them are 2005 born, but they're, they're pretty solid. So, yeah, and as you said, the NGT team, they, they, they're pretty... For me, they were much better than than one in Belgrade, even though they had a more international team with with many diff- with, with with guys coming from many different countries. But they really played well together, and I really like this uh, the, this French kid who, who was great, and also uh, Samodurov. So, I mean, the the best team won for sure. But as we said, there was no not a lot high level prospects over there. Jason. Uh, like I said, you know, I agree with the guys, you know, I had predicted this, you know, all along that this was going to be the weakest field of the, of the tournament, you know, just because, you know, no offense to the Greek teams, uh, but they just didn't have the level of talent that the Serbian teams had on average, you know, referring to, you know, the specific nationalities. Um, I really did like the, uh, you know, the generation team though. Um, you know, I'd say that four of the four of the top five players in the tournament uh, were were from the uh, next generation team. Uh, I was very impressed with someone to someone to Rov. Uh, this was the first time I had seen him, and he looks like an elite prospect. You know, I'd label him already as a first round future first round NBA prospect. And the three French kids, you know, were were quite good also, especially as a trio. Um, Spanulis made the right decision to kind of, you know, build the team around those three guys along with someone to Um, And I have to say, though, as good as Dadier was, Pacom Dadier, who I back had, you know, chosen as one of my top guys in uh, my uh, fantasy league draft. Uh, I have to say that, that Diawara was much better then I had, you know, I'd seen him play before when I saw Pakom Dadia earlier in the season, um, who I knew was good. Mohamed Diwara played the best I've ever seen him play, and uh, he came off as being much more skilled than he had showed with Paris basketball. Um, and, you know, as far as overall, like I said, you know, I, I'm not surprised Stella Zora won. They were by far the best team, not necessarily for the talent level, but they were the deepest team they had the most you know they had the deepest rotation by far and the most experienced team it's definitely not a coincidence you guys like Byzantine it's not a coincidence that he was the best player there because you see just you know mentally like I said he, he was consistent in all four games he was the only guy that had four good games mm-hmm. yeah, even someone to love he had the, the last game he didn't play obviously I don't you know I might have got injured but I'm just saying that um Byzantine was the best player on the court in all four games he played without doing anything extraordinary. He just went about his business. He was good on defense. 
He played his game on offense. He made jump shots. He uh, was great in transition. Um, I too have predicted that Barcelona would be the other finalist. And on paper, it's an upset that they lost to Maccabi. But seeing the game, it's not an upset. Actually, this, you know, um, Barcelona team was not up to par with past teams. Yes, you know, Najee wasn't there. But I don't. I still think they would have lost even with Najee because their backcourt was very average. I mean, the Maccabi backcourt, you know, the the two Edos and Tomer Agmon killed their guards. The only, you know, Barcelona guard that looked up to par was Rafa Vilar, who was, you know, who was quite good. But you know, if you think last year Barcelona had uh, guys like you know Ubal, uh, Bonilla. Mm. Uh, um, so, like I said, they had a much, they had a much stronger, much stronger backcourt. All uh, that Michael Casado, of course, who was the MVP actually of the Valencia leg. Um, so, you know, like, like I said, this Barcelona team was, you know, especially in its backcourt, was not up to par with you know previous editions. Uh, so, even though on paper it's an upset, they didn't make the final. You know, uh, looking, you know, once you saw the games, you saw that they were, you know, not as good as in the past. So, but I was very happy for Stella, very happy for Stella, just because, you know, I know Germano D'Arcangeli quite well. Uh, Matteo Vizentin has always been one of my favorite players. I actually interviewed him for Pro Insight last year uh, and just really loved the kid. You know, I may be biased, uh, but, you know, just some kids, he was just so pleasant, such a great interview, just so enthusiastic about basketball, about life. And I uh, can't help but root for him. Yeah, just you know, a great player, but a great kid too. And 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 Marco, one, one second, just not only just um, you know rooting for you know coach and 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 some of the guys, but the entire program. I mean, this is a team. This is a club that you know for a long time hosted hosted one of the events. You know, AGT Rome was, if I'm not mistaken, either 08 or 09 until fifteen maybe 16 when the first, when I think it was then in, in coin uh, in Malaga. And then, so, but until then they had hosted it every year. Um, and, you know, they've had some, some, some big time losses in big games. You know, they, uh, they, they lost in the first place game the last two years to Real Madrid. Um, they lost in the, in the, in the, in the Countess game after beating Shagiris for the first time that count that, that Shagiris had ever lost. And then they lost to Ritas in the, in the first place game and then lost to Ritas again that season uh, in the championship game. Um, and uh, you know, so, so this is a team that uh, I think mega was, was in, was uh, uh, I, I think they lost to mega as well in the first place game. So, you know, it's been a, it's been a club that's, you know, has, has, has lost a lot of games. So I was, I was also really happy about them finally, finally uh, winning a game. Marco, why don't you uh, just give us your resume about, uh, about the, the, the tournament as well. Yeah, the guys already said most of the things, but I, I partially agree with them. I mean, uh, the ne next generation team was, I think, leading in double digits in the beginning of the fourth quarter against Stella Azura. So it was a quite, it could go in the other direction as well, but Stella had like crazy intensity and defense when uh, Innocenti was in team Pugliati put pressure on other guards. I mean, there were so many turnovers and fast breaks. I think it was and, one field goal in the last seven minutes, uh, one field goal made by, uh, by, by uh, the next generation team. So, yeah, I can imagine that. I think if, I don't know, probably that was the 
uh, team chemistry because Taylor is like this group of guys is together for a long time and next generation team was like for one week together. So they will practice for a longer time. I think the next generation team could have a bigger chance. But Barcelona, I mean, the absence from Naji was obvious. He was the main guy. But as Jason said, even he would play, I doubt that they will make like they, they, they could compete against Stella or even against Maccabi. Maccabi is always dangerous with their mixes of defenses. They play a lot of zone defense and other types. And at this level, zone defense is a big plus. But I don't know how this goes for the development of young guys. Uh, I was a little disappointed in the Greek clubs from Prometheus and Olympiakos. Expected much more of them, but as said, the talent level wasn't that great and they lacked the individual effort from one or two guys. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I did like, um, and of course, you know, me as this international basketball guy, I, I like the stories of, you know, H, of, of Helsinki coming in and, and also, you know, Zaza Pashulia's uh, academy coming in and, 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 and getting wins, you know, it's definitely cool. Uh, but also have like different guys, you know, from different countries. I mean, we had Holst uh, in there from, from, uh, from Denmark uh, with Barcelona. Nessa, the 2006 uh, Swiss kid was, was just loads of fun to watch a guy to watch down the road. Um, there was uh man, there's um there's the, the, the Swedish, the Swedish uh, uh, um, uh, Fasasi with, um, with uh, Prometheus. Um, you know, and so it was, it was nice getting to see these, uh, these other countries, you know, it's them exporting their players to other, you know, you know, bigger clubs in order to kind of get, um, uh, to get the, you know, different exposure and, and, and different training for them. Um, just, just to review the draft. Uh, I mean, uh, obviously it's not, you know, that important. Um, so the big winner this, this time was, uh, was, was Kane, uh, where he just was solid all along. Um, uh, second place was Ivan, who does, doesn't like playing defense, it looks like, was uh, actually last in steals and, and blocks. Um, and uh, third was, was uh, Marco, who won, who finished first in the, um, in the Belgrade tournament. And then Jason, Jason kind of got, uh, got bit by the, by the absent and injury bug initially took Naji and, and, and we gave him host. He picked host right away then. And then Justin uh, Oniyaka was actually injured in, in practice. And so that's why, uh, he didn't have, a, he didn't get a chance to play. Uh, and that was Jason's, uh, fourth pick. So, you know, obviously things could have looked a little bit different. So it's Jason. Sorry to, sorry about that. Of course, Jason also picked. Um, who, who was who was your first pick again in the uh, in Belgrade? That was on my first Juricic. pick. Uh, Jurisic, who didn't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jurisic. I mean, okay, you got Yosis in the end, but yeah. but but still. Um, so Jason is uh, have have has a little bit of bad luck in this thing. Um, all right. Any anything. I think let, let's move on to, let's move on to, um, to Varese. Obviously this is the next one. Um, and, and our teams that we have are, um, so obviously there's Varese who's going to be hosting. Uh, you have the next generation tournament Varese. Uh, you have, uh, Saragossa, you have, um, um, you have, uh, INSEP, uh, CFBB. Actually, I guess it's called 
P-F-Y-M, another uh, another one we're going to have to get used to. Panathinaikos, Panathinaikos, Ulm, Jovantut, Saragossa, I think that's all eight, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so let, let's, uh, let's start off with, um, let's start off with, uh, a draft, uh, and then we can kind of talk a little bit more about them as we go. Uh, so our order is, uh, drawn out of a hat, uh, Marco, Jason, and even, uh, six guys. So, and, and try as much as we can to get a lineup. Um, uh, so, uh, Marco, let's, uh, start off with you. Uh, who's your first pick and the first pick of the, uh, the ANG Tivarese fantasy draft for what it's worth. I'll go with a big man again, and I'm taking Adaimara from Zaragoza. Uh, he had a great tournament last season, and now uh, he's one year older and more experienced, and I expect that he will uh, have a great tournament again. I mean, his size is amazing for his age, and he's one of the best prospects in his generation in general. Yeah, he's a, a year younger, actually, still in this uh, this year's 2005-born. Uh, Jason? Uh, I'm going to go with a big guy, too. Uh, Ruben Oliveira Prey from Hoventud. Okay. Ivan, you get two. Uh, I'm taking uh, Neoclis Avdalas from Panathinaikos. Probably probably the best 06 prospect here. Uh, he already made his EuroLeague debut and and I expect him to be the leader of, of Panathinaikos team this this uh, this event. That's my third pick and my fourth pick will also be a guard. I'll take Jake Jake Ensminger from, from Ulm. He is a 204 tall ball handler. He's 2004 and uh, I think he can really lead this team uh, at this event. Yeah, uh, really looking forward to seeing what Ensminger does this year um, uh, at the tournament. Uh, obviously, a lot of uh, bloodlines uh, with, with, with him. Uh, Jason, yeah. back to you. Um, my next pick would be uh, Rayan Rupert from the French team. And what, 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 do you, what do you see with him that you, that you like? Uh, just, you know, great size for position, versatility. You know, he can play both guard positions. Um, you know, I really liked him, you know, with the uh, when I saw him play with the uh, French national team at the under-16 challengers last summer, uh, as well as when I saw him play with INSEP during my uh, last trip to France. Um, I think that he's, you know, an elite-level prospect. Okay, Marco, got double picks. They're taking all the playmakers away from me. So I need to go. Uh, I go with Mattia De Martin from Next Generation team. Uh, a tall Italian playmaker. I believe he'll be the leader of this backcourt. And my next pick will be uh, Jordi Rodriguez from Foventut. Uh, he had a great Fred Olsen tournament a few months ago and he's basically single-handedly beat the Real Madrid team. So he should be one of the best players here, I think. Okay, Jason? Um, I'm going again with a player from the French team, Noah Penda. Anything? Maybe just, just let me know what you, what you think of him then. 
No, Panda, you know, kind of like Ran, uh, Ryan Rupert, he's just another, you know, uh, versatile guard that can play, you know, uh, both on and off the ball and obviously has, you know, uh, you know, high level, you know, athleticism. Um, you know, once again, you know, my trips to France always, you know, I always find some, you know, gems whenever I go there. Uh, so I'm very intrigued, you know, to see both Ray and Rupert and uh, Noah Penn to play again because they play very well off. Yeah, yeah, people, uh, there's a lot of people that uh, at me on Twitter and, and Penda is, is one of the guys that, that people, a lot of people like. Uh, even you got two picks. So uh, I'll stay in Paris. I'll take uh, Melvin Aginsa, 2004 born. Uh, around two meters tall guard forward who can play with the ball has some solid athleticism and also pretty strong body and this will be I think his second NGT so I'm taking him from from Paris team uh, and I will take uh, Lionel Abega from uh, host from Milan he's another 04 born guard it looks like I'm taking all guards now but he, he has he's playing with good energy can can score and and plays with good motor and I think he'll be pro, he'll have some production on both ends so I'll taking him as a, my fourth pick. Who is that again? Sorry, Lionel Abega. Abega, okay. Uh, Jason. Uh, sounds like I'm getting an all French team here, but uh, Zachary, <laughs> uh, from the Next Generation team, he actually plays in Antibes. Uh, he's one of the few top French prospects who's not either part of INSEP or, you know, a part of uh, Asvel. Um, but uh, yes, Zachary Perrin, I liked him a lot, you know, last summer, you know, in the, uh, with the national team and the under 16 tournaments that I, that I followed. So he's, it looks to be one of the best big men in the tournament. Uh, Marco, you got two picks. I'm also taking now a Frenchman. I'm taking Mael Hamon Crespin from INSEP. Uh, in my opinion, he is one of the best big men, even though the most talented players play on the guard positions. And my next pick will be Tobias Jensen from Ulam. Uh, I also like his versatility. He's like a guard forward type, and he, he will be the I think behind Ensminger, the second best player from all at this tournament. And Jason, back to you. Um, has George Kurcic been chosen yet? I'm sorry. Nope. No. Nope. Oh, I'm going with George Kurcic, you know, playmaker for the next generation team. Anyways, uh, I like him. He's kind of a scoring point guard, uh, very assertive, you know, reminds me a little bit of Ilya Milinovic you know, who played very well in the Belgrade tournament. So, like I said, you need to mix it up. Can't just have French players. <laughs> you can if you want, man. <laughs> need a Serbian guy in the mix there. Ivan, <laughs> uh, you got uh, your last two picks. Uh, I'm taking... Yeah, I need to take one Serbian guy. I'll take Pavle Stosic from Saragossa. Finally! Is... took yeah, you so yeah. long? <laughs> I was waiting for the last ones. So, yeah, he's a uh, 203, 204 tall forward with some decent body and decent athleticism, can shoot from the spot. And this might be his his uh, break, break, breakout tournament, but we'll see. And then 
Uh, I'll take Carl Poom from uh, Varese. Uh, kind of a similar guy to Stosic. He's also 2004 born, plays as a forward, but can play a bit more outside, around two meters tall, and also can play can play in and out. So yeah, that's my last pick. The Estonian. Yeah, the Estonian guy. Okay, uh, Jason, your last pick. I'm going to go with Lucas Langarita from Zaragoza. Um, I really liked him last year, you know, at the, uh, at the tournament uh, in, uh, in Istanbul. Um, and, you know, he's playing, he was playing, you know, two years up. Uh, he's from 2005. I'm really curious to see how he has developed, you know, this year. And uh, he had the first pick. Now he has the last pick. Uh, Marco, finish us off with uh, your sixth selection. I'm going with uh, Giorgio Franceschi. Hopefully, I pronounce his name right from the Next Generation team. Of I don't know much about him. I remember him from Slovenia ball a few years ago, and he looks solid. So I'm taking him. He's 2005 born, so one year younger, but that's it. All right, fantastic stuff. Uh, we will hold these uh, two youth guys for sure, uh, uh, and. We'll 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 uh, criticize you uh, en masse and uh, for all of the dumb selections you guys pick. Not just kidding. Um, uh, so let's let's review it a little bit. Uh, well, let's preview the the tournament a little bit. Um, you know, you know Paris. You know, we see you know Incep or however we're going to call them. You know, you know already so many guys picked from them. Um, uh, do we kind of see them as the as as the favorite? Uh, you know, Juventud is always a, a team that uh, that plays pretty well as well in these. Uh, you know, their former champion as well, uh, Incep and and uh, and uh, and Juventud are the two teams that have won this tournament in the past. Um, thoughts about uh, maybe how you see the tournament breaking down? Uh, let's let's start the re- reverse al- alphabetical, uh, Marco. Yeah, I agree with you. Like Incep and Juventud are, in my opinion, the favorites here, but I wouldn't underestimate other teams. They're like, Ulm is doing a great job with their Orange Campus. I mean, I was at their facility. It means it is amazing. And the best, I'd say, for young prospects, they have everything. So they have the room to develop. Uh, also, next generation team probably isn't that talented as the teams in Belgrade and Patras, but still, I wouldn't underestimate them. I don't know much about the Milano and Varese Academy, to be honest, but Italians usually know how to play basketball, and if those guys play similar as Stella, not on that level, but like that they play like a team, they can be dangerous as well, so I expect a good tournament here. Jason? Anyway. Uh, I think, like I said, I think the talent level is, you know, uh, going to be you know, inferior to, you know, the Belgrade tournament, probably on par with the uh, the tournament in Patras. Um, I think Hoventud is definitely the team to beat, uh, both because they have, you know, many talented players as well, you know, as the fact that so many guys on their team have already been there. They're kind of like the Stella Zura situation you know in Patras they're the team with the most experience as well as some of the best players obviously the French team talent wise is you know second to none you know uh but you know you never I never even though I've I have a bunch of French players on my team you know I never 
I never trust them um, to win these tournaments, but you know, so far they've you know done done quite well. Um, and I want to say my underdog though would be Zaragoza, Zaragoza, because once again they're bringing back a lot of players from last year, and they obviously have you know one of the top three uh, NBA prospects in, in Adaimara, but also Stozic, Langarita, um, and they like I said they they could give Hoventud a run for their money. I think um, the next generation team um, is definitely the lesser roster of the, of the three tournaments, you know, we've uh, seen thus far. Um, there's no, there's no, there's no huge NBA prospect on this team. You know, I think, you know, Kurchich is a good player. Lucas Giovinetti is a fine player. Zachary Perrin, maybe one of the best big men in the tournaments after a Daimara. But there's no one that is an elite talent. There's no Samanturov, no Dadier, um, you know, caliber player on this next generation team. And uh, I'm very curious to see the Varese Academy. Um, you know, despite living in Italy, I have to admit, I don't know them well. You know, I've spent time at the, uh, with Stella Zura and Bassano, you know, who are the two premier uh, basketball academies, not only in Italy, but in all of Europe. But Varese would be the third the third team. So like I said, I will be paying extra attention to them, not just, you know, as their players, but, you know, trying to get to know their system better. You know, I plan to go to Varese a day early and, you know, spend some time with, you know, the, um, you know, the management uh, and coaching staff there just to get a better feel for not just their players, but their long-term prospects and project for that matter. Um, Milan and Panathinaikos, I think, you know, are, you know, I like I said, I think they're just going to be pretty average. And that's, you know, like I said, there's a big drop off, just like in Patras, between the, you know, top teams. You know, in Belgrade, even though, you know, there was a huge drop off between the top teams, I mean, you know, Partizan finished last. Still, Partizan had many good players. You know, in the Patras tournament, Partizan would not have gone winless. Um, that would have been the same here in the Varese, uh, the Varese tournament, probably. So just, you know, the average level, but it's like I said, always curious to see, you know, some, some new players. Um, and, you know, like I said, they don't all, they don't all have to become NBA players, you know, to make this a memorable tournament. You know, uh, I'm more, I'm more interested, you know, in seeing how many guys become EuroLeague caliber players than NBA players necessarily. And I think that there'll be many EuroLeague caliber players from this team, this tournament, just like in Belgrade and Patras. Even well, uh, I would agree. I mean, I don't know much about Italian teams, but uh, anyway, I think Juventus and, and and Paris team will most likely favors to to meet each other in the final game. Uh, Ulm looks solid to me with with some international guys. They have a Bulgarian kid, they have a Denmark kid, they have a, a USA guard uh, also. ANGT team. Uh, I'm not. I think also that that this is the least talented team out of out of three so far. Uh, and also another very international team. So it will be it will be a task to to make them play together. Uh, Saragossa has probably the best big man, as Jason said, Adaimara, and I think he is the tallest the tallest player on the tournament. Uh, so yeah, I think I think. Uh, I hope 
the talent level will be will be better than in, in Patras. And I I think as I've said, Paris and Hollywood will be the teams that lead both in, in talent level and then in how, how they play. And I, I I assume that we'll see them face each other in the final game. Yeah, so um, looking at the groups, so really quick, uh, just to, um, I know it might be kind of hard to, to visualize this by just hearing it, So, but Group A uh, is Panathinaikos, Jovantut, Varese, and Next Generation. And Group B is Ulm, Saragossa, Insep, and, and Milan. So um, that's just kind of uh, to give the... Uh, the, the one, one group is much better than the other. I mean, the, uh, the, the group with Hoventud has, you know, they're the best team, but they also have probably the easiest group, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and, the and, and I mean, the, the fact that they don't have to play... Although, although it depends on when they have to play uh, next generation, because obviously, you know, just by the fact that they, they don't have much time to work with the guys, this is something that we have seen is that, you know, the more that the next generation, uh, the, 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 the further they go in the season, uh, in yeah, the tournament, the better, the better, the better they better. get. So yeah, the fact uh, they play the last game, they play the last, the third game is going to be hoping to the next generation. All right. So, so you, beat, you, you, beat, you beat me, or... you beat me to it. Yeah. There you go. Good job. <laughs> Yeah, so interesting. Uh, but and then I mean, Ulm Saragossa. Uh, I, I just kind of wonder maybe Saragossa a little bit. Uh, you know, we we talked about Mara, but uh, and and Stoch as, as well. But but do they do they have uh, um, uh, somebody picked uh, the um, yeah, guard? Like do they do they yeah. do they have enough guards? I mean, we 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 know that tournaments like this. If you don't have strong guard play, you're you're not gonna you're not you're not gonna be able to win. Do they have enough guard play with Saragossa? I mean, that's the one thing that kind of worries me uh, about Saragossa, especially because you think about you know the, against Paris. You know, Paris are going to be with just with their athleticism. They're going to go, you know, go go crazy defensively. Um, and uh, on that, so any anybody. Anybody want to want, want to touch on that, Saragossa, who might who might know a little bit more about that team? I remember I remember Alejandro Moreno from last year also. Um, but yeah, it's fair to say they definitely don't have the high level guards, nor the quantity, nor the quality of some of the other teams. Uh, so that may be their weak spot. You know, they have one of the better front courts, but their back court, you know, uh, is is pretty average at least compared, you know, to the to the French team and to the Juventud. Uh, for example, anybody, anybody have any guys out there? I mean, okay, we picked, uh, you know, we picked uh, this is um, what's 18, 18, 20 guys. So basically, we picked 20 guys. Um, maybe anybody out there else that you thought, uh, you know, hey, this, you know, looks kind of looking forward to see what they that maybe do, you know, that you haven't seen yet or or just how they develop actually, not that you wanted to necessarily take them, but kind of, uh, um, you know, a name out there that is, is maybe something new. Um, just, you know, you guys can, can think about it. I mean, just for me, for example, you know, seeing the, the, the multinationality of, of Areza, which is also interesting, you know, they have, they have the Chinese kid there, uh, Zhou Wei, uh, which is, you know, I think anytime a Chinese kid comes over to Europe um, is, is interesting um, coming to uh Coming to to Italy is interesting. Um, uh, somebody who was it? Uh, so even you took uh, you took the Estonian Pum. You know Estonians have have some history with uh, with Italy. So 
Um, so it's kind of going to be interesting to see what, what he's able to do there. Um, any, anybody else, you know, just, you know, go ahead and, and, and uh, just throw out there some names that you might not have drafted, uh, but you're just kind of looking to for, forward to seeing, um, or, or maybe like an 06 that, that kind of like, Oh, let's see what he does. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple guys. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll go first then. Um, definitely Lucas Giovanetti from the um, next generation team. He would have been, you know, if I had a seventh pick, he would have been the guy I would have taken Lucas Giovanetti. Um, you know, he's from Argentina. Uh, another big, another big guard that can both play on and off the ball. And, um, you know, from Varese, you know, I'm very intrigued to see the progress of Benjamin Marchiaro, who um, had suited up actually with um, Stella Zura last year on loan. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very curious uh, to see his progress. And another name, a player I have not seen, but, you know, a name that I've been given from the Varese Academy is Valdo Guimdo, who actually hails from Cameroon. Um, you know, he's kind of an, uh, undersized, uh, you know, he's kind of an undersized, you know, forward, but, you know, he's supposed to be an elite athlete. So he's a name that I have on my, you know, uh, on my list of, you know, players to, uh, to pay attention to a guy I have never seen, but that, uh, I've been told is quite, is quite interesting. And, um, also, um, uh, Davide Brembilla from the uh, Barres Academy also kind of, you know, a versatile uh, big forward, who can, you know, play both uh, inside and outside he can post up as well as shoot it from three point range. Uh, he looks to be an interesting, interesting player uh, from Barres and for the Italian uh, junior national team. Uh, there is a lot of guys, as I've said, I, I haven't seen, we haven't seen live from this tournament, but, uh, I've been told that uh, that uh, some some Samuel Micoli from Milan is one guy to watch. He's 2006, six guys. So I'm looking forward to see him. Also, um, I haven't seen Ulm in a while. So the Bulgarian kid is also one one that I would maybe pick if if we had I don't know like ten picks picks. Uh, also, guy from Serbian guy from Vereza, one of them, Vuk Bogunovic. He used to be really talented when, when he was in Serbia a couple of years ago, but I haven't seen him playing much since then, which was like three, four years ago. So I'm curious to see how he developed. I know he had some injuries, so I want to check how he how he looks like now. And just NGT team as usual to, to see how those guys play, to check them live. Some of them, I mean, not live, but on the tape. If I don't don't go there uh, to check some of them after a while, and there will probably be some some new names that that we need to see. So a lot, a lot of a lot of guys that I I'm looking forward to to check. Not not the top talents, as we said a couple of times, but just guys that I want to have an update on. Yeah, sure. I mean, of course. I mean, that's you know, that's one of the things. You know, I mean, there's the the guys that that we kind of know, but each tournament there's there's guys that we you know we have seen for the first time or have you know, you know, you know, just haven't seen in a while. So, uh, Marco, some of the guys you're kind of uh, got your eye on. Yeah, he even stole the Samuel Micoli from me. Uh, he had like a good tournament in Bassano, 
he's so 2006 born so i'm curious if he'll get any minutes here in the milano team uh, also there are a lot of balkan guys as even said serbians from the next generation team is also a croatian kid i'm curious about uh, those uh, guards from the spanish team like in zaragoza and Juventud are always good they're scored like they know how to play basketball maybe not an elite talent but they know how to play uh, I'm also curious about the Greek kids, if someone is like a late bloomer or something at, with a long-term potential. So a lot of unknowns for me, but hopefully I will know mo- more at the end of the tournament about most of the players. Yeah. Um, uh, one, go ahead, sorry. Even go ahead. I just want I just, Marco said Serbian guys, I just wanted to mention that this Georgia Churchich is not the the 2004 guard, it's 2005 guard, so it's not the, the same guy because there are two two Georgia Churchich guys in the same team basically playing both U19 and senior team, so this is different guy. Okay, good that you point that out. Just, just wanted to point it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, kind of looking ahead to under 17 uh, uh, World Cup, you know, Spain is going to be playing. Uh, and we saw Mari and De, De Lara uh, from uh, from Valencia. You know, obviously Mara is going to be a big part of that team. Uh, I can imagine that uh, Conrad Martinez also with Juventud is going to be, uh, um, you know, somebody to watch for that team as well. Um, and, uh, you know, from the French side, uh, looking to see if they have, um, I don't think they have any, uh, did they have any guys from that team? Uh, was Wilson Jock, was he on that team? I guess Penda. Penda obviously will be a guy that, that will probably watch at the uh, under-17 World Cup. Uh, Serbia, there's probably nobody uh, left over that from the 05s that, that are here, right, um, uh, even? No, maybe maybe this kid, Jurtic, and th- that's it. Like yeah, Tosic yeah. is 2004, Bogunov 2004, everybody's... Older than the generation. Yeah, so they're already maybe trying to see if they get into the under um, 18 European uh, Championship to get to the under 19 World Cup next yeah. year. Um, all right. So I, I guess just to finish off, uh, last uh, last question, last, you know, just basically general observations. You know, we've said a lot um, and, you know, uh, just, you know, you know, things that you're looking forward to um you know last 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 observations before we call it we call it a, a podcast and and we'll we'll go uh, opposite order so we'll go uh, uh marco so you actually have something to, to say that 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 hasn't been said yet <laughs> man it's hard to find something but i i i just hope that there'll be a good tournament that somebody pops up like a known prospect that we wouldn't counting that we we haven't drafted like just some random kid that has a great tournament and pops some ice and that's it. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Jason. No, definitely the same. That's always the hope that you go into a tournament, you know, uh, discovering somebody new. Um, and like I said, I'll just be happy this time. If, you know, all the guys that are on the rosters, you know, do show up and, uh, uh do show up and play. Um, because, you know, if all these players that we've picked play, it'll still be a pretty good tournament, despite the fact, you know, that, you know, pretty much the consensus is that, you know, it's, uh, just, you know, average, average talent level. Um, and, uh, anyway, so like I said, 
curious to see new names, guys that we haven't mentioned, you know, here in our draft, you know, guys that we said, oh my God, well, this guy, you know, uh, is better than, you know, uh, everybody else, you know, something like that. That's always, that's always the dream in these tournaments to kind of discover somebody new. It's always exciting. You know, when you see somebody, hey, this kid's pretty good. Whoa, wait, wow. Yeah. Uh, even wise words to finish it off for us. Well, the wisest <laughs> thing I can say that I agree with them. Uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of new names for me. Hopefully, they'll some of them will really perform, so we can talk about them in our review, and then just hoping that the tournament level talent level will be a bit higher than in uh, Patras tournament. All right, fantastic, uh, everybody. Um, thanks a lot for coming on. And uh, we're going to review it next week. Yeah, so enjoy yep. the tournament. Uh, safe travels to uh, uh, to Jason and Marco. Hopefully, Marco, you can get there. And uh, and, uh, and and even you and me, we'll we'll, we'll be holding it down uh, at home watching uh, watching the uh, you know wherever it is, YouTube or whatever. So uh, everybody, yep. th- th- thanks for thanks for coming on. Thanks for the time. Thank you. Bye, everyone.